Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Language Edutainer podcast. My name is Miroslav Krsnak, and I am the founder of Language Planet, a small but I dare to say significant language school situated in Nitra, Slovakia. Before anything else, I would like to thank you for tuning into this dream of mine. And I want to make it clear right from the beginning that everything you hear, experience and hopefully learn on this channel has been brought together for only one reason. And that is to make sure that the teacher dwelling inside of you will have the courage to step out and show itself to the world in its full potential. If you are serious and responsible enough to challenge yourself and get out of your comfort zone, you will be able to transform lives of people you never thought existed in circumstances you could never imagine. If you want to burst the bubble your family and your society created to try to keep you conformed to the rules that were supposed to give you the happy life, you know, learn, finish your uh, university, get your deg degree, uh, find a good job, best way, a secure job, then start a family, raise your children and get a retirement and eventually die. Well, if this is something you're not looking into or you want to do it a little bit in a different way, please join me on this journey and I will make sure you have all the options of making it a transformational adventure. But this is possible only if you choose to do so. I want to make sure that you have a better picture of who we are and what we do. So in the next couple of minutes, I will briefly tell you some facts about our language school. I would rather like to tell it in a way of a story. And in this story, you might and you are going to listen to some of our ups and downs, our trials and errors and things that made us become who we are and mainly what we can offer to you. So at Language Planet, we are actively engaged in broadening our approach toward teaching English as a foreign language. We had been teaching adults using different teaching methods and styles since 2011. This is the year the school was established. <laughs> Our endeavor was focused mainly on adult learners. And uh, in 2014, three years after we started, we had about 140 students. In the meantime, we were not only interested in adults, but we more and more started focusing on a new on new approaches and uh, new possibilities that were hidden in teaching very young and young learners eventually 
in 2015, we made the decision to adjust the course of our language school and we gradually started teaching very young and young learners directly at the premises of kindergartens and elementary schools here in Nitra. This turned out to be the best thing we could have done. Since then, we were able to almost double the number of kids in our courses every single year until we ended up with 330 children in our courses in 2018, just three years after we started focusing on children. We became the best school in our region and we have achieved this two years in a row. We were overwhelmed, we were happy and proud that we managed to achieve this kind of success among huge competition of language school here in Nitra. Some of them were in this business for over 20 years and we as underdogs were climbing and climbing and climbing up from the bottom. This sweet success had a bitter aftertaste to it though. But I will tell you about that a little bit later. I believe that in the next uh, part, it is important that you know at least something about me, the host. I do not want to start talking about my education and uh, teaching history here, even if I could. I would rather share with you one of the underlying causes that led me to becoming an English teacher. And maybe depending from where you are and when you were, uh, in what part of the world you were uh, raised and you grew, grew up, maybe you will see similarities between my story and yours. I was raised and I have lived a great deal of my life in a multilingual environment in the South Slovakia, uh, previously Czechoslovakia. Living on the border with Hungary, there is no way you can escape the influence of the Hungarian lang language because just geographically for your information, um, the southern border uh, of Slovakia is uh, with Hungary. So there is a mixture and influence of uh, hung uh, predominantly Hungarian language to the Slovak community. When I was about nine, I was fortunate enough to have satellite TV installed uh, into our uh, living room. My father decided to buy the a receiver and that was a huge uh, benefit for us because we were able to watch international programs and channels at home. Now, why am I mentioning this? This is because without it, I would not have grown up on Cartoon Network, which added to the variety of languages I was in contact with and influenced by. So far, I've mentioned that I, I lived on the border and uh, I spoke Slovak. I understood Czech because they are very similar. I spoke uh, Hungarian because I was surrounded by a Hungarian minority 
slash majority in our part of uh, Slovakia. And I started uh, listening and being influenced by English through the cartoons that I was hooked on. Because actually, whenever I had some free time, I, I couldn't resist and get away from television. I watched uh, uh, Wacky Ways, Two Stupid, Stupid Dogs, Daxter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo, Looney Tunes, uh, Tom and Jerry, and many, many more. I believe that a lot of you are going to be familiar with these uh, cartoons. Now, I continue this story uh, and uh, I will skip to when I was on uh, uh, secondary school or at secondary school because there was a competition, so-called the Olympics in languages, uh, held every, th- every single year. Now, as the most fluent speaker of English in my class, I took part in this competition and won the school round two years in a round, in a row. This meant that I could go to the regional round and represent my school, which was pretty cool. At least I thought so. When I got home and I told my dad about this success I had, well, his answer was this. He asked me, so what? You can speak but you don't know grammar. So, son, you better straighten up because you're going to fail badly there. And uh, I was not really being discouraged at that moment, so I'm like, okay, so what? What do you think would happen? Well, he was right. I went to the regional round to a nearby town and ended up fifth out of six participants in my category. And this happened to me both ca- in both cases, in both years. Um, did it bother me? To be honest, not really the fact I was among the last because I knew I tried my best and at least I had a new experience and I gave it a try. What made me sad though was my dad's attitude. And these were not unique occasions that this happened. He has had this kind of approach towards me a great part of my life. I'm telling you this story because these were the kinds of occasions which made me ponder how I would have done it differently if I was in his shoes. There were moments like these that I decided that once when I have children and I see the potential in them, together with the will and excitement to develop it, I will support them however I can. I'll be 35 in April. And uh, this story has influenced me a lot in this past 10 years of my teaching career. I took this mindset that I developed through this, I would say, negative experiences and applied it into my professional approach towards teaching. I have encouraged my students and my colleagues at Language Planet to work hard on themselves, whether it was learning or teaching languages, and I made sure one thing, that they can have fun in the process. Because 
not only I believe, but it has been scientifically proven that if you have fun, your brain is relaxed, you can suck in information in a much more effective way. As I said, I have been teaching for the past 10 years, but in the past two years, things have taken a different spin. Now, my life is not only about the language school anymore. My life's purpose for the next years to come is, has changed. It, I needed to adjust it. And I decided that I want to do my best to be the support not to my colleagues and my students, but mainly to the three loves of my life. My two little sons, Mirko, who is two years old, and Martin, who's, months, who's eight months old, together with my wife, Monica, who is the backbone of uh, Language Planet and our family, of course. And without her, we would not be even halfway where we are now. Maybe we would have ended or I would have ended a long time ago. I have to be honest here. It is very, very hard to combine managing the language school and spending quality time with my family. It's very tiring, especially from the psychological point of view. Because, you know, the more children there are in the courses the more teachers we need, the more difficult the whole managing process becomes. And as a result, a result, it takes more and more of my time and attention away from my family. But I am doing my best to try to keep the balance between work and family. And the, the interesting thing is that these two elements are very, very entangled in our life because we needed to adjust to the fact that we live and we have started working in a town which is not our own. We have moved here several years ago and started the business here. And we were going up from the position of underdogs and we are still on our way. Let's talk about what's happening now. It is 2020 and uh, this school year we have taught 200 children. Um, honestly, we have taught these children until this moment because uh, the coronavirus took over last week or two weeks ago and, uh, you know, everything is just starting to not slow down, but everything was stopped. We will see what kind of effects it's going to have on us and everybody around us. But, well, most probably through the econo economical point of view, it's going to be interesting. But let's leave this aside. What is important are the 200 children we work, we are supposed to work now. And if you remember, it was 330 in uh, 2018, just two years ago, and now it's 200. And you might ask, what happened? Well, what, what, what's the difference? Why, is, why was there 330 and 200 now? Well, the answer is easy. We ran out of steam. The wonderful, dynamic, 
energetic colleagues and friends we were fortunate to have in the team started to have health issues some of them yeah not all of them and not all and these health issues are, are were not necessarily related to our work but still they started to have their problems with their health some including my wife got pregnant and obviously they needed to withdraw from the teaching process or the managing process and some of us got exhausted and needed change we went to the maximum in the past 5 years we went to the maximum we saw the potential of growth and wanted to deliver as much as we could in the best quality possible and somewhere along the way things started to pile up very fast and we were not able to cope with the situation of losing people and we were not able to find new people who could meet the standards we were expecting and unfortunately majority of them were not even close to the expectations we needed so we were forced to adjust to the circumstances and we decided to raise our fees and decrease the number of students in our courses we could do that because of the reputation we were able to build up in the previous years the question is how are we a small school with little experience with teaching children especially children able to do that in such a short time and get ahead of the competition we were the underdogs and i think maybe we grabbed the uh the the underdog disadvantage and made it an advantage we were doing this in a different way in a different manner we did not have that much experience in this field from the beginning that is true but we put our hearts the best knowledge and skills into the game we put our skin into the game and we spiced these all elements up with the element of edutainment yes edutainment that is what this podcast is about and i assume you guess what the meaning of this word already is this educate edutainment stuff it is the combination of the most effective educational methods with the entertaining style of teaching this is what we stand for and this has become one of the key elements or elements that separates us from the rest of the schools in our town and for this matter or that matter in our region and this dear listener is what we decided to offer to all of you fellow teachers whether experienced or just at the start of your career it doesn't matter if you are hungry to learn about the tools you can apply to become the best version of your teacher self this is the best place for you the best space for you the mission of our podcast is clear we are here to provide encouragement motivation support and new perspectives to anyone considering joining this field of language education this wonderful field because language is a tool that changes lives 
and it can change life of your students to the best. This podcast is being created not only for future TEFL teachers aged from 21 to 26. No. This is a podcast for anyone who wants to work hard on their personal development by learning, mastering and implementing a unique teaching style and eventually creating a teaching style of their own, your own, independent of textbooks or teaching manuals or any other limitations. Because you have all the potential in you to influence the world and make it a better place by teaching and caring about other people. Sooner than soon, you will be able to subscribe to our mailing list. Maybe you have already provided us with your uh, contact, maybe your email address, maybe your phone number. One way or the other, we will provide you and anyone interested in the topic of edutainment with the possibility to listen to extraordinary teachers that inspire students and their colleagues all over the world. Among many others, they have one thing in common. They promote the style of teaching focused on making the learning process effective, engaging and entertaining in the meantime. And these are the ones we call edutainers and they are and there are plenty of us out there that we can learn from that you can learn from. So I will finish this premiere first episode. But before that, I would like to call upon you to join us in this adventure. You who are listening to my words right now, you too can make and take your part in this process of teaching more than just English language. You can make this process dynamic, engaging, effective and joyful experience for children, pupils, students, anybody all over the world. Nowadays, the technology provides us with means people in the previous generations didn't have. And if you want to, you can grab and take hold of them in order to help others. Because teaching is helping, teaching is caring. And if you care about more than just yourself, I believe that you can bring some extra to the table. There has never been a greater need for your help than it is now. Believe me. We are in turbulent times. What's going to happen, nobody can predict. Or maybe somebody can. I don't know. But the things ahead of us don't look the brightest. But you know, um, each coin has two sides. So I believe that this coin is going to eventually flip to its positive side. Although now it seems negative. My name is Miroslav. My students, my colleagues, my friends call me Mirko or Miret. 
I was speaking to you these couple of minutes and I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for the time and attention that you were willing to invest into yourself and into me. I honestly hope that it was worth listening till the end and I am looking forward to talking to you in the next episodes of the Language Agitainer podcast. Take care, my friends. Be safe and be responsible towards others and to yours, to, towards yourself. Bye.